Central. This is Tech Radio. All things computers, gadgets and web happening right now in Ireland. Hear us anytime on iTunes or download from techcentral.ie. Tech How you doing? This is Dusty Rhodes and welcome to Tech Radio with all the latest in tech from around Ireland and across the world. Remember as well as our show on air with RT and online via the website or your favourite podcasting app, we keep you up to date on all things tech every day with hourly updates and daily newsletters which you can grab for free at techcentral.ie. Check it out. Now, if you're a regular listener to the show, you know we talk a lot about virtual reality and augmented reality, but for this week we thought we'd like to share with you actual projects that are happening in AR and VR around Ireland. Many of them are actually quite astounding and show that once again the future is being created here in Ireland. In fact, uh, our, our Tech Central editor joins me as always, Nile Kitson. I'm thinking we should rename uh, the Republic of Ireland to the Republic of Star Trek. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, yeah, not too far off the, the holiday. I'm actually quite looking forward to this show, Dusty. It feels like we never just have a chance to sit back and just chat about things. Anymore, and also you know? stuff that's happening in Ireland, because you hear about these things around the world, or breaking news from the States, whatever you go, that's really cool. All of these are happening here in Ireland, and they've got some really big money behind it. So let's uh, let's give it, let's give a shout out. We've got five projects that uh, we have been looking at, covering various different uh, categories. So Caesar talking about the Republic of Ireland. Oh, be Jesus, sure. You'll have to visit the Green Island, have a pint of Guinness, and uh, look at Vikings and stuff like that. Let's start off with tourism because there's a very interesting project uh, down in the southeast, which is using virtual reality as part of a major tourist site. Uh, yeah, I, I really like the idea of this because it's a it's a mix of you know the the actual hands on almost museum style experience coupled with this virtual reality uh, layer on top of it. So uh, this is called King of the Vikings, and it's a, a virtual reality exhibit, I guess, that's um, running in Waterford at the moment. Uh, it's running in the ruins of, um, I think it's Saint, uh, I think it's Reginald's Tower, that's it, um, in Waterford. And that, that's sort of the ruins of a, a Franciscan tower. And inside the tower, they have rebuilt or recreated 13th century um, Viking house, right? And it's got attached roof and everything and you can go in and you can sit down and there, it's got, you know, it's slightly interpretive centre-ish and uh, you are given an Oculus Rift headset and uh, you sit down and you go through it's a sort of sort of a story, sort of slash experience kind of a thing. Um, it's it's all about King Reginald versus the ghost of uh, an Irish Christian monk. So uh, it's a it's a little bit intense, you know. Uh, it's it's a good one if you're. Um, I I guess you know they say eight to eighty on these things. Some of the feedback from people has been like, okay, if you've got young kids, you might want to give this a uh, give this a miss miss because it can be quite scary. But um, the nice thing about it is uh, developed by an Irish agency called Imagine. Um, and there's lots of really good feedback about it on Facebook, which is always a always a good thing to see from a, a, a local company's perspective. You know, people really recommending the project. Um, and in having a look at a few of the the videos on YouTube, I mean, they they really go for the gusto on this. You know, they've got people in costume lording it over you. Um, actually, do you remember? Do you remember Celt World? I don't know. I remember uh, Dublinia, uh, uh, which I think is still on the go. And that was the same yeah. idea. You'd walk in this real old space that was part of history and they would have real life people dressed up as how people dressed up maybe a thousand years ago. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and that's a that's a really good analogy, mm. a really good comparison for it. I mean, Celt World was like a, a failed 
theme park not really a theme park a failed oh goodness immersive experience I suppose <laughs> and uh, uh, at one stage you, you were sat in you know these sort of cinema style seats and you would go around in a circle and you would be shown things in 3D and they would have like puppets come at you and stuff like that um, and you when you're 12 it's fierce entertaining but uh, it didn't last very long unfortunately um, but yeah so let's park that and go yeah the, this is in Dublin yeah um, this, this is so that's what it is but, it, but it's, a, it's a terrific mix and again it's kind of showing this is why I say Ireland is leading the world in that you know we take you into something that is and Americans could have loved this you know what the 1300s there was a 1300s you're kidding me man yeah um, and you know you've got all these people <laughs> dressed up as the Vikings and that sense of history that's around you and then to be able to put on the VR headset and then to be able to explore other things then uh, in another medium which is kind of part of the future uh, I think is amazing and the other really good thing about King of the Vikings is that they have had some very very heavy investment into this they've had over 300,000 euro invested into it so it shows that the finance people are also uh, believe in the technology which I think is very important as well if you want to find out more about it just uh, Google search King of the Vikings and now let's move on to my pet thing with VR and I've said this all along in all our conversations that I think virtual reality is such a perfect medium for gaming uh, which we'll get to later but more importantly for education to be able to teach somebody and to say put this thing on and look around and explore it yourself is just phenomenal yeah and we're we're seeing it done a bit in uh, in medicine where it's being done um in health and safety training there's been something very very similar going on in uh, immersive environments out in IADT where they had this cube thing uh which was you know really fascinating but now it's it's sort of you don't need the projected walls you, it's all there in the in the headset but one of these projects that's going on I mean, there's two projects going on uh in tandem uh, by a company called Immersive VR Education which is a uh, well Watford TSSG spin-out who who secured uh, 1 million euros in investment um, uh, just last year, I think. Uh, Earlier this year, actually, it was. Yeah, 1 million euros. And um, their flagship project, which when I saw it, I knew you would just go absolutely crazy for is a recreation of the Apollo 11 mission and the moon landing. So tell me, what did you think when you saw this? Uh, again, it's, I absolutely loved it. Absolutely loved it because it just makes the whole thing so very real. Yeah. And, and just to outline what the, what the whole thing is, it's, it starts off and you have JFK's speech. Why do we go to, why do we go to the moon? Because we choose to go to the moon because it's difficult because, you know, ultimately we can, um, you know, that wonderfully, inspiring speech that he that he gave and then it sort of uh, transfers you along to inside the capsule and you can look around and you can see what's working uh what controls there are uh, there's a little bit of manipulation of your environment as well um and you're you know you're a passenger you know things are happening around you but uh, just the level of detail and the extent to which uh, i mean you've you've tried vr stuff I've tried a lot of VR stuff at this stage. How little it takes for your brain to just adjust and read what you're seeing virtually as being real. Or the, uh, or close to real. Because oh, it's, to. well, the, no, the only reason I say that is because when you're, when you're looking at these things, you go, this is not real, but oh my God. <laughs> if, if that's a way of describing it. 
Yeah, well, I mean, if you look at sort of videos on Twitch of people playing VR games and their responses to things, and you can see the graphics mightn't be fantastic, but the emotional investment you put in mm. because you've no distractions, mm. you know, you you don't even know know that you're looking at a screen to a large extent, you know, um, and it's something that I think it's something you get more with the Oculus mm. or the Vive than you do with the Gear VR. Which is, which is the gateway drug, really, isn't it? Um, and they've also done something with the Titanic, have they? Yeah, now this, this is a fascinating project and it's, it's ongoing, so this, this isn't ready for prime time just yet. But, um, yes, they're, they're doing a thing with the Titanic, uh, which we know is made in Belfast and Belfast has a wonderful Titanic, um, uh, interpretive center. Really striking building as well. Like it's, it's amazing to look at. Um, and, and great from an engineering perspective because it's, it's self-regulating in, in temperature. But anyway, enough of that. Um, uh, yeah, so what you do, what you get is you get numerous views of the Titanic, right? So you are in a, a museum looking at a model, then you are in a boat beside the Titanic as it passes you. Then you, you've got limited sort of walking around inside the various rooms. Um, and then after it sinks, you're going around the sunken hull of the Titanic, and that is why it's brilliant for education, because when you and I were going to school, we would get this in a book. And if we were lucky, there may be some photographs. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. and, and a lot of it was quite boring, whereas kind of like kids are kind of getting into this and they're, they're, they are being immersed and the, and the story feels so real. I think it's a, I think it's fantastic for that. Uh, and also there are other people who are doing uh, education for business as well. As you said, for in the, in the fields of health, uh, where surgeons are able to actually perform an operation and wearing the VR, you're able to look around and see exactly what it is from the, from the surgeon's point of view. Um, and stuff like that, which is, uh, Fantastic. And that, anyway, they were just two examples that we wanted to give across today on the show. A third example is actually speaking of doctors to go with health and kind of just the, the emotional well-being, shall I say, in meditation. Mindfulness. Mindfulness, Dusty. This is, this is the term for it. Get your terminology right. Mindfulness. Um, yeah. So this is a company that was based in Sligo, actually, and was uh, recommended to me by James Corbett of uh, Simvirtua, uh, who also organizes the 3D camp meetups. Uh, if anyone has any interest in virtual reality um, app development in general, um, go Google 3D camp. Um, it's, it's a wealth of information and a, a chance to meet people and, and network. But um, yeah, so Mind Myths, this is uh, an app that when it was uh, demonstrated to me, it was on the Gear VR and it's since moved up, moved up the food chain to, uh, to Oculus, I think Vive as well. Um, no, sorry, it's Gear VR and Rift at the moment. And this is effectively guided meditation um, and it's extremely pleasant. So you, you put on your, your headset and there's a very calming environment. Um, you know, you could be, say, beside a river, for example, where you've got the sound of the water and uh, it's all very soothing. And you can have guided meditation. So you can be told, you know, OK, sit down, listen to the water, relax, breathe. All this, you know, very simple uh, commands. And uh, you can just sort of um, space out that way, just sort of block out everything else that's going on. So now for people like myself who live in a city, I think that can be tremendously useful because sometimes, you know, it, you can get cabin fever living in a, an apartment in the city. Mm. It's just the nature of the beast. I mean, um, we've, we've seen it in use on, a, on, a, on starships going where no man has gone before. 
Yeah. Um, now, a, a very interesting application of mind myths um, has been in group therapy. I don't, I don't know if I told you about this, but this is one of the demonstrations that I saw where you can have people from around the world dial into a common area. Right. So you can have Dusty in Germany. You can have Niall in London. You can have Joe in Paris. And we can all dial into the same room at the same time, um, sitting in a semicircle with a, a therapist guiding a session. And say if you get very upset or angry or something like that and you, you get disruptive in the meeting, um, the therapist can go, OK, Dusty, time out for you, five minutes and he can basically expel you from the therapy room and put you into sort of the calm, calm space with the, you know, with the river going. Are you sort of joking thing. me? Have you, any, have you any idea how angry I would be if I was kicked out of a meditation session? <laughs> <laughs> I would be steaming. But I, I get the idea. And actually, do you know, while you were describing that as well, then, well, why not use that for virtual Alcoholics Anonymous meetings? <laughs> well, yeah, that, that is a really good point because you can shield your identity with these things. So you don't you don't need to present yourself as dusty, which makes it very, very useful for people that are in the public eye. So you hear an awful lot about, you know, celebrity X has gone off to rehab kind of thing. Could you imagine if that person didn't have to, you know, vanish out into the middle of nowhere or something like that? They can just stay in their house for a couple of weeks or something like that and have things brought to them as as normal. But um, yeah, or if you don't have the financial means to uh, to go somewhere like the Priory or something like a like a month, it's. I think that's a really nice application that you can preserve your an- anonymity uh, while dealing with your personal issues, either one on one with a therapist, although, of course, they know who you are. So. Um, but um, in a setting with people that are having similar problems to yourself, um, I, I think that's a, a really wonderful way of dealing with, uh, with therapy. And MindMiss is another VR application that is being developed in Ireland. Yep, all all being done in Ireland. Uh, Sligo-based company supported by Enterprise Ireland and uh, the Fireware Accelerator, which I think is based in Estonia. All right, okay. Now, uh, I was saying education was one of my favourite uses of virtual reality. Uh, the other one that uh, it's not for me, but I can absolutely see uh, how it can be amazing, and that is with games. Oh, of course. I mean, earlier this year, one of the big stories was Pokemon Go. And and actually last year as well. I mean, I think I think it blew up more last year and I got to it slightly late this year because I'd been covering so much sort of the buzz around it and watching the gameplay trailers and that kind of thing. Um, it, it had a belated arrival on iOS, which sort of put me behind the curve slightly with it. Um, and yeah, I mean, did you follow anything to do with Pokemon Go? I mean, did, did I explain the gameplay to you? Well, I did, I've, I've, I've read about it lots and I love the idea of it in that with your mobile phone, you're just looking at the real world through your camera and then your camera will see certain Pokemon or whatever that you've collected. That was the gist. Yeah, and the that, interesting that's thing... That's when I turned was, off because I'm not a gamer. <laughs> well, yeah. But the interesting thing about Pokemon Go is that it gets better as a game the more people play it. Because when I started playing it, I went home to visit my folks in the suburbs and there was nothing doing. 
nothing doing in the area. A um, couple of months later, I just opened the game out of curiosity to see if anything had changed. And yeah, an awful lot had actually. There, there were quite a few Pokemon ready to catch. And uh, one of them actually popped up in the kitchen, um, which certainly wouldn't have happened uh, when I initially started playing the game. So uh, it's one of these things that caught on. But I think the lack of things to actually do beyond, you know, collect, evolve, try and find a gym somewhere that you can battle someone. Um, and hope they don't get too annoyed with you um, and then go back it is it was a little repetitive and, and no story mode to actually guide you through things and for me you know and, and for a lot of gamers it's the story that's starting to really hold things together I find that the the games that have resonated with me more in recent times are the ones with the strong stories behind them I mean the the traditional sort of run and gun um, it has its place and it's fine and you know co-op games um, when you can get your mates together fine yeah absolutely personally um, it's it's a strong story will, will keep me engaged uh, which is which is how an awful lot of sort of stalking games like Assassin's Creed um, mm. really caught on uh, when compared to um, I don't know maybe, maybe something like I don't even want to say Halo maybe the earlier Call of, Call of Duty games um, so that's that's just my personal preference. But in terms of virtual reality and augmented reality, there's there's two games I want to talk about. Um, one of which we mentioned in a previous show. So I'll 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 talk about that first, which is um, Sneaky Bears, um, and this is developed by Dublin stu- Dublin Studio called War Ducks, and uh, it's it's a shoot 'em up and uh, designed as a casual game, but it's scaling up to the to the rift. Um, and uh, a very simple setups. The the bears are bad people. You have a little gun. You shoot them. You reload. And uh, yeah, it's very simple. Absolutely, the best games are always simple. And and a shoot 'em up in virtual reality is just amazing. Yeah, it's great fun, um, especially when you things coming at you from just outside your peripheral field of vision you know where you have to go and you're ah right okay it's it's actually up there and, and up there you know it's the the little adrenaline shot you get from these things is is ridiculous and, that, and that's a vr game that's being developed in ireland as well and then there's uh, finally the uh, the ar game and this is one i kind of i really want to hear about because th- this is, sounds like a game for intelligent people um, <laughs> yeah and 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 people that enjoy a good story right so th- this speaks to what is keeping me interested in in gaming to a large extent at the moment so this is a an ar game called uh, silent streets it's developed by a maynooth based uh, game studio called fun bakers and they also picked up um a competitive start fund uh, award from enterprise ireland um i think it was was it earlier this year at the end of last year so it it has serious money behind it and and recognition um, from you know the, at state level. Well, listen, just, tell me about the game. Worth. What is the game? Yeah, uh, in spirit of of current augmented reality games, it re- it relies on access to your camera, and this is a, kind of a Victorian murder mystery. So if you like sort of um, if you like Tim Burton films or you know things things in the spirit of uh, Sweeney Todd or Sleepy Hollow or or the mystery of Jack the Ripper, that kind of thing, you know, that, that sort of um, dingy Victoriana. Um, this this game will really do it for you. And because it's augmented reality, it has this strange mix of sort of period narrative where, you know, you are guided from one thing to the next and you talk with characters and you have a choice of what to say to them. Uh, and it's very atmospheric when you're looking at your screen mm. and everything is in black and white. 
Um, and yet, the actual gameplay is you're told set up in advance, you know, you, you go to this office and you find this person and, you know, oh, it's, you know, there's blood everywhere kind of a thing. But all, all um, of this is done, and this is what I like about the game, is that it's done using the actual world around you. It's kind of, it's like yeah, Pokemon it, Go, yeah. but it's a, a murder mystery, yeah? Yeah, so you, you're given the setup of what a scene is, uh, but it uses your camera to actually put clues and objects to find around the room. So I, I was sort of boning up on it earlier, um, before we were we had our chat and um i i was sort of going around uh what i uh, luckily enough i was in a small room and the scene that i was doing was was in a small room so i was scanning around and at first nothing really shows up and then oh in the corner there's something interesting and oh up here right okay but you have to be patient that's one of the interesting things about this game you can you can't just sort of you know dip zap things around the place I mean, i'm sure you could but i mean it relies on little details uh, and that's what I really like. It, it'll also keep you fit as well, um, because uh, a big chunk of the gameplay is, um, OK, you're in this scene now. The next scene is X number of steps away. OK, so it relies on the accelerometer in your in your phone as well to gauge your gauge your steps. So when I was going from level to level, it would say, OK, you now you now require 180 steps to get to get over here. Right. Uh, to this point on on the map so uh, I started early morning playing this thing then went off my commute had a bit of a stroll uh, got into the office still hadn't walked the requisite number of steps <laughs> so I had to go walking around the office to actually make things uh, make the the quota before I could continue so uh, if nothing else it will you know contribute to your your physical as well as your your mental well-being as well that's, that's it it's called silent streets yeah yeah silent streets and it's available for download um through uh, the play store and uh, itunes as well all right well there we go there's just some as i say absolutely astounding when we were going through kind of what is happening here in in ireland and we very much are so leading the world i mean using vr for tourism and for education and, and for health purposes as well as games as you, you might expect i have to tip and tap my tip my hat isn't that what they say? <laughs> a tip of the cap. Or as, as my, uh, as my uh, old friend Tony Fenton used to say, a big nod of respect. <laughs> nod of respect. Very good. <laughs> that was it. But not only to the developers, but also to the, uh, the people who finance them, uh, uh, Enterprise Ireland and Venture Capitalists and stuff like that. Oh, can, can I say one last thing yes. uh, for people that were intimidated at the, the barrier to entry for the Oculus Rift? The prices have actually started coming down. And um, the reason for this um, is that we are on the verge of seeing uh, a new generation of headsets that will be wireless. So uh, at the moment, you're still wired up to your PC if you're using your uh, Oculus or, or your, your Vive. So the, the wireless versions are on the way. So um, you are starting to see price decreases on the high street. Um, just bear in mind that it is with a view to wireless models coming on the market. So uh, if you don't mind, you know, so, uh, having a cable, now is a good time to pick up, uh, pick up a headset. 
Excellent. All right, now, well, listen, that was uh, highly, highly, highly interesting. Thank you very much for bringing us all the information what's happening on AR and VR around the country. Uh, that's our show for this week. Of course, you can get uh, more on everything we spoke about today and, of course, all the Irish tech news with hourly updates, daily newsletters and more from techcentral.ie as well as our weekly tech radio show online and broadcast every Friday at 6pm on DAB Digital Radio with RTE Radio 1 Extra. Until next week, from myself, Dusty, and from Nile at Tech Central HQ, thanks for listening. Have a great week. Get Tech Radio. Subscribe for free with iTunes or download on demand at techcentral.ie. Tech Radio is produced by digitalaudioproductions.com. Tech Central.